0: That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up? Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. Let's start like this. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Last part is huge for me. I got to be able to tell the difference between what I can have an effect on, what I can control, which is myself and the outer circumstances that I absolutely have no control over. So today's episode is about codependency. We actually put this episode out on Patreon, um, and it's patreon.com slash Sober Guy Radio. You can get the real show there, and you can help support the show through there. We put this out a few weeks back. Uh, Jess and I talked, and we are actually uh, just put a new one out. Uh, where we we talked about change and different ways to deal with change. And you can get that by going to patreon.com slash soberguyradio, or you can go to that soberguy.com, click on the Patreon button, and go on there and check it out. Um, thank you for supporting us. Thanks for supporting the show, for your emails. Your uh, and We have actually a great email uh, from Dan that I'm going to read in just a couple of minutes here. Uh, first, I want to thank a couple people. But first, before actually we do that, let's get a word in from our sponsor.
1: At Foundations Recovery Network, our mission is to create lifetime relationships for long-term recovery. In our history of doing good is the promise of your future getting better. So if you or someone you love needs help, please know we are here to help. And the sign on our door says, we care. We create an individualized treatment plan for the whole person, for the whole you. Because to us, you matter the first step to recovery is heroic. We know that. And with our Heroes in Recovery movement, we honor those who have taken that step toward recovery. And stand up for you, and stand beside you, and stand together to break the stigma placed on addiction. Call our confidential and private line at 877-714-1318. We are here to help you. And help has a phone number. 877 877- 714 Make the call. We're listening. We're Foundations Recovery Network.
0: Thanks to Foundations for supporting the show. And uh, you can go to thatsoberguide.com. Also, you can get the six quick tips to quit drinking in 24 hours. It's a free download on there. Uh, You can check that out. Now, regarding the real show, I want to be very clear. I don't feel like I've been clear enough about what the real show is, and I just want to I want to recap really fast. The Friday show that you guys get on Sober Guy Radio will always be will always be a free show that comes out. You'll have all access to it, all that good stuff. So um, that's what that's what you're listening to right now. That show will never change. Nothing else will will really change other than content and guests and that type of stuff. The real show is a separate show that Jess and I created, and it's only hosted on Patreon, where you can go on there and pledge to the show to help support us, to help support the operation, to help bring you new recovery content, new guests. It helps uh, helps fund our, our operation here too. It costs money to operate this shit, plain and simple. Um, there's nothing more to it than that. And I love doing it and it's nice. And I thank all of you out there who support the show, like Yuri. Uh, Yuri donated to the show recently. Uh, we had Julie who also... Uh, became a patron at Patreon and pledged to the show. When you pledge to the show, you'll get, not only do you help the operation, that's first and foremost, okay? You, you help support us. You also get access to the real show. Um, and, and you'll only get that on Patreon as we start moving forward and creating more content, um, Jess and I, with the real show. Now today, we're giving you a preview of the real show on today's show. And that one was put out a couple of weeks ago I don't think a lot of people heard it. The content is good on it and we thought it'd be a good idea to, uh, to, to promote it a little bit more and let you guys get, uh, some, some, um, you know, some information on, on what it's about. And, um, I've had Jess on the show before, obviously she's been on, many of you have heard her. Um, she's got a great outside opinion. She's not an alcoholic or an addict, but obviously she's married to one and that's me. So we get to hear her side of things. And uh, you'll hear a bit of that in this in this episode today, which is about abusing jelly donuts and codependency. And uh, as you listen, you'll hear how those uh, how those go together. And uh, next to that, um, and and one more time, the Friday show will always be the Friday show. So don't trip. If if you don't support us on Patreon, it's all good. The Friday show will still always be there. We're gonna speaking of that, we have some great guests coming up too. We're taking a little break from guests for the moment. We have some awesome ones coming up. But if you want to get the real show moving forward, go to patreon.com slash soberguyradio. Go to that thatsoberguy.com and click on the Patreon button. Those are two ways you can help find the show. Now, I want to read a message from Dan. Um, this I get a lot of messages. I love all of them. I always respond to them. And, um, I'm, I'm very honored to be able to provide any, any help, any thoughts I have, any of the shit that I've been through, if I can share and it helps someone, you know, that's, that's awesome too. Dan's Dan's message was a bit different and I really wanted to, to share it with everybody out there. Uh, so it says, Hey bro, my name is Daniel. I'm a flight paramedic educator in sweet home, Alabama. I've been in fire and EMS for over 15 years now. I did nine years in the military as a medic. I battled a severe drinking and drug problem through most of my career from beer to cocaine. I covered most of my bases in the drug department. I pushed the envelope for years with drinking and driving, overdosing, and car wrecks, all the while while saving lives and running into burning buildings. Crazy. My yet factor was in July 2012, I was arrested for assault with a weapon, cocaine and Jack Daniels. Was in my system, that was my rock bottom. I was facing losing my medic license and my career. Shortly after, I became pretty ill health-wise and was in and out of the hospital. It was an amazing wake-up call. In one of your podcasts the other day, you were talking about knowing the feeling of the other side of sobriety and that statement really resonated with me. Sobriety is a badass way of life. For years, I quit drinking and I quit drugs every Sunday and by Wednesday, I was using again. I can relate to that. That was an everyday thing. I'm going to stop tomorrow. I'm going to start Monday. I'm going to stop Monday. Um, Definitely a very common pattern. I used and I drank to help deal with all the bad shit from my career and from the military. And I used because I made myself a victim. I wore the victim card you speak of like a fucking badge of honor. And many of us do. I wore the V on my forehead that doesn't stand for vagina, stands for victim, but I could have been being quite the vagina um, in that aspect being soft. I don't know. Should I be politically correct? Am I going to get in trouble for saying that I can't say vagina? You can't say vagina. Guess what? Freedom of speech. Fuck off. You're a fucking hero to me, man. Sorry, Dan, we'll get back to your message here on my crazy ass brain. He says, you're a hero to me, man. I really appreciate that first. I should have said this beforehand. Like I don't read this stuff because I get, you know, the thank yous and and the praise. And like, I really do appreciate you saying that I'm not a hero. I'm just some dude who happens to have a microphone and I can share a bit of my story. Like, um, you know, I, I, I I don't mean to sound like a dick or whatever by saying that, but like, I don't, I don't do well with the praise stuff because I'm, I'm fucked up. Like I really am. I have fucked up things that I still deal with. And, um, I just, you know, I happen to be able to have stepped out enough to share them and everybody can do that. Whether you have a platform that's a podcast or or not, whether you're just sharing shit at your grocery store or at your local church or your AA meeting or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like all of us are heroes together. Um, I guess is what I'm getting at by speaking out about this. But thank you, man. Um, I don't talk about alcohol and drugs because I was afraid of the prejudice and I was afraid of all or of what everybody would say. Um, and then he basically goes on to say he found the podcast it it really helped to open his um open his mind up to speak out about it. And uh, he also says I do a lot of work with post traumatic stress for police, fire, and EMS people, um, and and he says Sober Guy Radio gave him a new avenue to help folks um, who are in that line of work. Which man, like I'm so grateful that God has allowed me to do this, and then in turn that got passed down to you, Dan, and now you're able to help some of our first responders, um, you know, and in people that have have been in the military that have suffered traumatic stress. Um, such a huge issue in our society in our country and really in the world I guess um, I'm just one dude I can't save the world even though sometimes I, I trip out and, and try to think that I can uh, I can't and none of us can but it's you know it's people like Dan it's people like you out there listening who are talking to people out in your communities who are bringing up in the workplace hey yeah like I'm an alcoholic like I had an issue with it doesn't make me a bad person that's how we actually spread. And end the stigma of addiction of alcoholism is by speaking up and talking about it. Um, and like I said, you don't have to have a podcast. You don't have to have a book. Um, you know, I, I saw a post actually. It was from Buzzkill Podcast, which is which is a, a, a cool show. I don't know. I don't know. I think his name's Paul. I don't know him personally. Seems like a good dude. A lot of a lot of cool stuff going on over there. But he ha- he had a post the other day, um, and I just happened to scroll through it, and it said that you don't have to have a podcast. You don't have to have a book. You don't have to be doing. Uh, and I put these in quotes, these big things in life. You don't have to have this huge plan. We all think we have something, you know, huge that God has planned for us. I'm guilty of it. You know, when I simplify things and I step back and I say, look, it's the little things that matter. It's the little things that I'm doing in my, 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 uh, kid's school, in my workplace, by helping to spread the word and talking to other people, building relationships um, those types of things are what really have an impact on our communities and, and then branch out all, all around us to all different aspects of life. So it's an important thing to, to kind of keep that in, in mind is that all of us matter. Everybody matters. Um, you know, and it's, it's really starts with us, um, you know, to, to be honest with ourselves and to be true to ourselves and to start, uh, start that conversation, I guess per se, but, uh, back to Dan here, Dan, you know, I, uh, I was really honored to, to read this and, um, it just really touched me and it really hit me hard. Like, you know, the, the effect that all of us are having by, by talking about this and you're providing a great service and I wish you the best on moving forward in, in whatever avenue, um, you're working towards to continue to help, you know, 911, um, responders, um, is that Let's see. It said a lot of, I just, I just read that kind of popped in. I don't know if that made sense. I just want to make sure a lot of 911 responders deal with bad addiction issues. I see. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So just in general with people who's have high stress jobs that deal with, with post-traumatic stress and and traumatic situations, shit that I can't even deal with, um, that I can't even think about dealing with. I don't know how I would. Um, I have a couple buddies who are police officers, mad respect to them. Um, One in particular, I'm thinking of some of the shit that, you know, he deals with and that he talks about, um, you know, my wife and I are both like, man, how do you just deal with that? And then come home and kiss your kids and read them a book and have dinner. And it's just, it's a, it's, it's crazy. There's a lot of, a lot of stress and emotional, um, emotional energy that goes into that. And, and to have guys like Dan out there that are stepping outside and providing, uh, some relief by speaking up and saying you're not weird. I've gone through this shit too. Um, it's huge. So if there is anything else, Dan, I can do, you know, or, or sober guy radio can do, please let me know. Great to connect with you. Um, I thought I had an email address for you, and let me check that. Okay, so Dan gave permission for me to give out his email. Um, it's Dan Mills, Daniel Mills. Um, it's D O C Mills. So D-O-C-M-I-L-L-S-83 at gmail.com. If you are a first responder, if you're a police officer, if you are an EMS, any type of um, you know veteran, any type of high stress job, um, you can reach out to him. He's also started a Facebook page called 911 Buddy Check. Um, and so you can, you can just search 911 Buddy Check on Facebook and that'll come up. You can connect with him there. All right, so I want to do a quick iTunes review of the week, and then we're going to jump in and you're going to get uh, the real show with uh, with the Jess and I about codependency. Here is the iTunes review of the week. It's from uh, um, Recovery Squared, and it says, love the information Shane puts out. Love listening with his great guests. So thanks for that on there, Recovery Squared. Um, I do appreciate that. I believe that Steve over at Re- Recovery Squared has a podcast himself. He He recently invited me on uh, so thanks to him for having me on the show. Much appreciated, and thanks for the review, my friend. All right, let's get down to the real podcast with the Jess and I, and we're talking about some codependency. Here we go. Welcome. Good. and uh, our apologies for the uh, long uh, yeah, the long absence. It's been a couple of weeks for us, and uh, we're Such gonna is talk life. Yeah, definitely life. Some things going down uh peaks and valleys
2: Not really i mean anything major
0: C- no nothing compared major
2: to, compared to most
0: that that's for damn sure so very thankful about that but mm-hmm. just getting getting caught in my own mind i guess for me how about you jess
2: yeah just waiting for you to set up the podcast gear is all
0: oh so oh. it's on me
2: <laughs> i'm just kidding it's no. actually
0: set up all the time i know
2: actually we try to do it in the evening and then psh, it's we just fall so asleep. hard
0: yeah, yeah, we do. We fall asleep on uh a- We're
2: like we're going to do it. We're okay, yeah, it's happening. And then like the kids won't go to bed or you know, Cash is the one. Lucy goes to bed. She's good. But Cash and then it doesn't fall asleep and then finally it's like we're out.
0: Yeah, it's pretty tough after about time we, you know, do dinner and and baths and get the kids ready and then after yeah. we put them to bed, we have good intentions and then Yes. You know, I have proposed an early morning show. What do you think about that, Jess? About mm-hmm. five a.m.
2: I'm li- I'm seriously like still thinking about it. I haven't completely put it out of my brain yet, but I feel like uh, maybe.
0: Oh, I just 5 saw
2: thirty a.m.
0: Saint Paul and the Broken Bones came out with a new album.
2: Really early. Sorry. Are they on a tour?
0: I don't know. Good luck. We're not doing any um, editing on this, by the way, either. So anything that you hear was is what you're going to get
2: because
0: yeah. we are working on. Now, we, we've also thrown out this idea of a live show, right? I found a cool platform to do a live show. So something else being kicked around that might be kind of cool.
2: Yeah. Any suggestions or uh, if you guys are like, yes, do a live show. I think you said you can comment on that one too, right? Like well, the, you can. Yeah, listeners? you can do it
0: live. So what I was thinking was, you know, we could start it. If we started at 5 a.m. Pacific time, Lord help or, me, or even 6 a.m. Pacific time, um, you know that's come. that's uh, Central and East Coast times a couple hours ahead, so that might work, and people can actually get on and comment or ask questions or whatever while Which I we're think doing is awesome. the, the show.
2: I think that would be really cool. I do too. I think I would be willing to like get up if I had a purpose in getting up. Shane gets up <laughs> at like three in the morning and is like,
0: if I had a purpose. Going.
2: But I'm, he's like, you need to get up and go. And I'm like, no, my juices are not flowing um, before 6 a.m. Even at 6 when I wake up, I'm all, or I even snooze it till about 6.15. Like, I can't. It's not me. I'm not the one.
0: Well, what what do you say? What do you say, pal? Hey, what do you say, pal? We do our five (laughs) minutes, huh? (laughs) Sorry.
2: Like when you, uh. Take a picture every time that someone's like, "Oh, here, let's take a picture of you guys and Shane and I." And then Shane will like put his arm around my shoulders, like hecka hard too. Like, like, hey, buddy, come take a picture with me. And I'm like, "Okay, we're not friends. Like, we are friends, but like, we're not. You know, let's pretend to be lovers. Like, let's do the the back to front prom pose yeah, or something like that." Seventh or I know eighth that's what grade you were dance. That's why I said it.
0: That's because um, you know what I'm thinking before I even say it. that's weird. <laughs>
2: Uh, so, at this point, I think it's time for the five minute or five minutes of life. I feel like right. we need an intro song or like a firecracker or something. An right intro
0: there. song to the five minutes of life. Yeah,
2: well like Let's see
0: what we have here.
2: Five, five, five minutes.
0: Ooh, yeah.
2: Okay. So that was the works. first
0: one that came on. It's one of my favorite songs. I was a highway man. Oh. Along the coast roads, I did ride. ride. <laughs> <laughs> I could just sit here and sing this whole thing.
2: This time. would be um, part of your five minutes. You can sing this Many song million, the whole time. Yeah. If you want. I'm starting your five minutes now and go. All
0: right. So my five minutes of life for me, man, the last few weeks have been a, a struggle to say the least for me. And it's so stupid because... It's things that I know that I need to be doing, um, and to get out of my own head that I'm that I'm just not doing. And so part of this part of this struggle was I can obviously, like many alcoholics and addicts, we have this self-destructive type of personality or type of gene or type of mentality, whatever you want to look at it as. And thankfully, I'm not being self-destructive with drugs or alcohol or um, you know making bad decisions that land my ass in jail or an institution or anything like that, but you- don't try to interject in my five <laughs> minutes. I saw you peeking over the mic there. This is my five minutes. I'm just kidding.
2: I just wanted you, you to uh, let them know what you are being self-destructive with.
0: Well, that's where I was going. That's, well, I that's know, what I'm I was just, saying. I, I think it's funny. And uh, so it's with food. And uh, Seth <laughs> and- least
2: S- name the food. <laughs> so I'm
0: going to get there too. <laughs> Are you guys anxiously waiting now to hear the food? It's jelly donuts, okay? It's not? (laughs) Um, It's cherry pies. It's both. It's like private pile, you know, from Full Metal Jacket, jelly donuts, and straight hostess cherry pies because (laughs) and it's like straight hiding out and slamming them to the face and then feeling like (laughs) shit afterwards. I
2: just love it that you admit it too. It's great. Well,
0: I have to because it's accountability number one and- it's also funny. And at the same time, it is, um, it's that self destructive tendency that I'm yeah. talking about. And I got to actually share something real quick, uh, to Seth and Mel, which is pretty funny. I mean, from what happened, we went over to Seth and Mel's this weekend, we went to watch a Raider game. It, um, was September 11th. So, um, as, as some of you may know, Seth is a veteran and I was in New York on September 11th. So, you know, kind of a, um, a, a day for him a to day. really remember and, uh, for the country, I guess. And then also that is also my uh, sobriety date. So we got together, watch the Raider game. And Seth was one of the, you know, my buddies that I reach out to when I'm going through shit. And uh, so when I got over there, he had pointed out on the top of the platter, there was some donuts scattered around on the very top. There was a number three for three years. And the three was inside of a jelly donut. Thank you, Seth and Mel. Appreciate that. And yes, I slammed one to the face out of spite, I guess. But there will be no more jelly donuts. I've, I'm, on a, um, I'm on a path right now where I'm really focusing on making some changes. How much time do we have?
2: Oh, uh, you're going on two minutes.
0: Okay. I'm really focused on making some changes. Um, it's not even so much changes as anything new. It's just getting back to my roots. It's getting back to the things I know, the simple things about putting one foot in front of the other, uh, staying out of my own way doing the work, which is, um, you know, step work and practicing, um, building a better relationship spiritually. And that means talking to God. That means praying. That means meditating. That means not carrying the burden of all of these things in life that, um, you know, I want to try to do and control, but I just can't. And so I have to, I have to give that up. And that doesn't mean that I I'm not going to still do my best and try my best at things that I do and still have goals and dreams and that kind of stuff too. But there's a thin line in between that where, um, I really need to, to stay focused and live in, in the day in today, in the present and, uh, just do what I can do today, do the best I can today. And when I do that, life tends to get, um, a lot easier. So that is, um, that's probably, I don't know. I can't really think of anything else that's been going on. My life is great. I have, um, you know, God's blessed me and our family with many, many great things. And I'm really recognizing, you know, the importance and, um, the love for my kids and for you, of course, my beautiful wife mm. and our family and our extended family and our friends and all that stuff. And that's really the most important thing, um, you know, that, that is, uh, that's important to me and, and that's where I'm going to focus on. So.
2: Oh, that was perfect. You're at twenty six seconds. And so we're just gonna roll that on over to my five minutes. I'm just kidding. Um proud of you, babe. Proud of you for going to that cycle class when you went when I had to push your ass out the door, but you were doing it. All right. Um but yeah, life is hard. Um, so I guess I don't really know. I've um my five minutes kind of life kind of coincides with Shane's because, of course, he's my husband and we live the same life and, you know, the same struggles. And it's, you know, it's a it's an it's a wonderful but like very busy and hard life right now with the kids, two and six, you know, it's like really uh I don't know, busy ages, like cash is two, So there's that. And he's a boy. So he's cray cray. Actually, Lucy was not really as crazy as him. And I've heard, you know, that boys are like that, but man, he's living up to it. And then, you know, Lou, she's got school and soccer and I just had to take her out of ballet. And I feel like this horrid guilt of it. Like, I feel like the worst mother ever because, it's not like she like loved it and wanted to like be in it, but there were just certain, th- I don't know. It was just too much. It was every day we had something after school. I said, you know, finally with the help of Shane too, cause Shane's very like, you know, head smart. He's like, this doesn't make sense financially or time-wise. So cut it out, you know? And I'm like, but she wants to be in the Nutcracker, you know? And I'm all like freaking out. And, um, so I, I literally had to kind of step out and just say, okay, yeah, no, we're all going crazy. Like Lucy was, you know, grumpy and grouchy and, you know, I was rushing her out of the house and it was just crazy. So I finally had to put my foot down and like be the parent and just be like, okay, no, we're not doing this. It's too much. Um, so that was kind of, of a a hard little struggle for me in my little my little world um and then too i've been you know with shane's like what he said he's been going through and stuff like i also kind of found some things uh as far as all that goes with myself is that I started to, uh, recognize my codependency again, like, um, you know, when Shane was an alcoholic or, well, Shane's, but when Shane was drinking and using, I didn't realize that that was a problem for him or for me as a codependent. Like I didn't know what that meant. I didn't even know that was a thing, codependency. And so, uh, you know, but now I recognize it and I see it, and I started to recognize myself going back into it because Shane was going into his old patterns, not with drinking and alcohol, but you jelly know, donuts, with jelly donuts and cherry pies, <laughs> and self loathing and pity and sorry, babe. Uh, it's cool. I'll stop it's there.
0: That's it, what it was. <laughs>
2: uh But um, so then I felt like I was going back into the um. The uh, codependency role, you know, so I... Re- but I recognized it soon enough to where I finally put my foot down and was just like, uh, no, like I'm not doing that. And actually, we're g- that's kind of what the show is about today. We're going to talk about codependency and uh, what that means, and kind of how to. Uh, actually, I don't really know how to bring yourself out of it. I mean, just what works for me, but um, recognizing it and uh, and just being more aware, because you know, with alcohol, with anything, right? But this is a sobriety show. This is a show about. Um, you recovery. know, recovery, recovery and, and, and loving your uh,
0: do you want alcoholic? to. Uh, why don't we define codependency real quick An excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically a partner who requires support due to an illness or addiction?
2: Mm. Yep, that's pretty much me. I uh, I look to uh, to help. You know, that's kind of a...
0: You do. You've always been like that.
2: I don't know if that's a flaw or if it's a good characteristic that I have. I guess it could be both. The thing is, I have to learn how to direct it towards good, you know, and not to where it's damaging me and standing in the way of who I am, you know? Um, so I think that I'm just going to like, I have 51 seconds left, but I'm just going to like call it and let's just get into the show. Cause I'm really feeling the role right now. Well, let's,
0: uh, do you want to go over this 10 signs you're a codependent in a relationship? This is mind, mind, it sure. lo- it's, it's a decent article here and we can just kind of, we don't even have to get through all 10. We can just go over some of them if we don't have time, but, um, Let's, uh, I'm not, so number one says you can't live without the other person. Um, What does that mean? I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. It says, I know this is supposed to be romantic, but it's not. It's attachment, which is different from connection okay yeah let's not let's yeah, not, I'm mess not trying with
2: that to one. like read all that right now um like i have my own experience so okay well
0: then now. well then fuck this dumbass fucking thing <laughs> then. like let's hear let's hear yours i'd much rather hear yours than this dumb article anyway. it's not no dumb. offense mind body green it's a great article yeah, sorry I, it's I not apologize. dumb
2: uh it's just not what i had in mind i know and i do remember before we started the show you were like you're running this show because i don't even know about like what life is about right now so hello
0: All right. Take it Uh, away, babe. Okay.
2: So, anyway. um, Love you, Dad. You're allowed to talk, by the way. You can. You can interject every once in a while. But I want you to raise your hand first, please. Thank you.
0: Sure. Billy Cliff. Billy Cliff. Billy Cliff.
2: We we play school with Lucy. That's Shane's name, Billy Cliff.
0: I'm Billy Cliff. White. Billy Cliff is a little bastard, too. (laughs) He gets in trouble all the time. He throws stuff and talks back to the teacher. Uh, Lucy does not appreciate it. Yeah, she's she funny. Is Miss Rose? Uh, anyway, sorry. Rose. Off of off of topic. Go ahead.
2: Um. Okay. So. Uh, I don't. Okay. So so Shane was struggling, right? And he was like, um, like, oh, you know, this and that, and I feel this way, and I'm feeling that way, and he's just walking around the house, and I'm, you know, and so I'm trying to support him, which is totally fine, right? Like, I'm trying to like pump him up and be like, hey, let's, you know, whatever, blah blah. And he even said at one point as he's laying on the couch, um, you know, like, I mean, you know, just kind of laid back and was just all, you know, it comes after this, right? Because he's all like, uh, just like I said, you know, cherry pies, jelly donuts and no gym. He's like, oh, you want to know what I ate today? And he lists off this list. And I'm like, wow, babe, that's Let's just
0: get something straight here. I weigh 188 (laughs) pounds, okay? So I'm not a raving Pig.
2: No, I know. I'm just calling you out. All
0: right. Well, I guess it's a little Um, sensitive for me, but I know know. it's it's true. I'm only
2: saying it because I know that it's a phase, and I know that it's not like your life right now. And so that's why I think it's you know it's it's definitely the ebb and flow of life, right? And so just as a couple, we have to learn what that other person's thing is, right? Like, okay, here he goes. He's going into that mode. Okay, so I'm gonna play my my part and I'm gonna, you know, i co- am I'm gonna um encourage him and be like, hey, you know what, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Go to a spin. So I'm telling him, like, go to a spin class, you know, go to, just and he's like, well, I don't even want to go to a spin class. Why? I'm gonna have spaghetti for dinner tonight. So what's the point? I don't care. And I'm like, you know, it's about your mental state. Like, it makes you feel good. It's not about that. So he's like all or nothing. And that's his big claim to fame right now. Like, it's I'm, I'm all or fame. nothing. Well, I okay. So he's like uh he's like, I'm, I'm either, um, either going to go to the spin class and come home and eat chicken vegetables, or I'm not going to go to the spin class at all. And I'm going to eat spaghetti for dinner tonight. You know what I mean? So that's hard for me to understand because I'm as I'm, I'm not an addict and I don't have that mindset. I'm very much like, um, go to the gym and get on the spin class, uh, and then come home and eat spaghetti. You know, at least you went to the gym, like you're doing something, you're starting somewhere, you're moving towards the whatever. Right. So, um, As this is happening in you know a few days or whatever, and listen, I'm not coming down on Shane. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm just trying to from Uh, the other room, (laughs) from the other perspective, right? From the the person who loves, um, you know, the addict or. you know, user or whatever. Like, uh, I, I feel your pain. Like, I know where you're coming from. So this, I'm just kind of talking to you guys. And um, I realized that Shane was trying to, um, he was trying to like like lean on me or not lean on me, but he would tell me like, this is what I want to do. I want to eat chicken and vegetables every night. I want the kids to eat better. And I want you to go shopping and make the food and I want you to do it. And I'm like, um, okay, I'm not on that level right now, which here's the thing. Like I totally get eating healthy. The kids eating, I get all that. But right now, like I'm on my own track, right? Like I've got my track, he's got his track. And, um, so it's very hard for me to jump over, onto his track. Right. Um, because I'm, like I said, I've got my own things going on. I'm not ready for this big change in the household yet, you know, but he is like, you're, you know, so he's convicting me he's just like, you know, you're doing it wrong and blah, blah, blah. And this is what we need in the house. And then it just hit me. And I'm like, this is your inspiration. This is your vision, you know? And if, as a codependent, I could have very well and easily been like, Okay, I'm gonna go to the store. And because this is also a pattern, do you, you know? So I had to understand that this is a pattern for Shane. He's very much like, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not okay. I am, I am, I am. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know? And so it's hard to stay on that same track with him, uh, as, as me, I'm the same way. I have got the same thing. Like I'm like, yeah, gung ho, let's do this. Right. So everybody is, everybody's got their stuff. What I'm trying to say is that it's very hard to, um, or it's impossible to try to live on the same track all the time. Right. Would you agree?
0: Uh, yeah, Absolutely. And I'm loving this that you're bringing up some great points here. Oh, good. Okay. School Yes. Yeah. So, do. <laughs> um, so
2: I, um, I realized, uh, you know, during one of our arguments, <laughs> that, um, as I'm telling him, uh, this is what you want, you know, so you go get it and you go do it and you can cook dinner, you know, two nights out of the week if you want to. Which this is not a stretch for Shane. He's a super great, wonderful, like. Um, husband. He helps with the kids. He cooks dinner. I mean, like everything you would want. He doesn't do laundry. He does his own laundry. I do do
0: laundry. I just don't fold it.
2: Well, you do your own laundry.
0: I folded it as shitty as possible back in the day. That way you would never ask me to fold it again.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm on to you on that one. I don't give a <laughs> shit how anything's folded or put in the dishwasher anymore. Um, no, but you know, so so asking, asking him, you know, hey, you can make two di- You know, dinner two nights out of the week, the way you want to make it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm game for that. Like, if you want to switch it up and this is how you want to do your life, then you do that and do you, right? But I'm over here, like, um, doing something else. Okay. So I'm not on your level right now. You know, so I was pretty um, impressed. with myself when I realized that I was breaking away from that codependency, right? I was saying, you know what? I'm an individual and I'm on my own track living my own life right now. This is you and what you wanna do. I'm not saying that I don't wanna live a healthy life and I don't want my kids to not have cereal in the morning, you know, sugary cereal and whatever. I get that, but right now it's not time for me to do that. I, so I guess I just wanted to speak on like individualism and kind of becoming, you know, an independent again and um just reminding myself that, you know, I am my own person and I have to know what works for me, right? Like um and and when. So like Shane approaches me with this, you know, this is how I want to live life blah 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 and I'm like, "Okay, I hear that and I feel that, but I don't know that right now is the best time for me to like engage in all that." Like I'm not really um in the headset and whatever for that so um you go ahead and do that you know what i mean and and so then hopefully shane would say like um you know okay like i get that like i hear that and so now i'm going to go do my own thing over here did i get off track or does that no and
0: did i did i what did i do so what was the outcome
2: So, yeah, no, you were like, you know, in the beginning you were like, tell, you know.
0: Well, hold on a second. So this served two purposes here because what it did, and I think this has been a learned thing for us over time now that I'm hearing you kind of tell it back and maybe it's a subconscious thing. And I feel like we're actually even just continuing to learn it right now as we're talking about it or, or at least realize it, um, you kind of put your foot down on the codependency part um and in turn it also helped give me a kick in the ass yeah. to step up and 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 realize that this isn't a you thing it's a me thing and i can take the lead on this and start to change myself which in turn then i can get the desired results that i'm looking for wow yeah trickle down to the family Actually, you know what i mean crazy. but that's that's my that's my job to do that and so by you standing up and doing that that's what you allowed me to do. And you also, um, you also stepped up and stepped out of the codependency role.
2: Wow. That is funny. I didn't even realize that because yes, after I did tell you that you did, you were like, okay, I hear that. Like you really understood. And you know, that's what it takes to people out there is, you know, an open mind and heart, right? Like if you really... What, what's happening here? Right
0: Miss Independent. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, cuz. I just wanted to celebrate this win right here, really quick, with Kelly oh Clarkson. God. Miss Independent. <laughs> oh. Good job, babe. I'll
2: take it. Good I job, received babe. that. Thank you. Um, okay. Um. So, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. That's pretty cool that uh, that is the way that that happened, is that mm-hmm. I did step out of the codependency, which in hand forced, or which in turn forced your hand to say, "Ooh, okay, well, she's not going to do it for me, so I guess I'm going to do it myself. Because now you have done, like, the complete was it a 180 or 360? How's that happen?
0: How many um, times did you turn? How about like a 740 knack knack <laughs> nar, bruh? <laughs> Fucking shit, man. Just totally shredded the nar. <laughs> Rode over down the ten, down oh, to the, my God. the five, one. and got on the right one, there. bro.
2: So Love anyway, it. yeah, okay. So I don't want to use this as a, a you know total bitch sesh or whatever because it's not, not a bitch sesh. But it, I, it
0: accomplished a great goal yeah, here.
2: It did. So I guess what we're saying is. Well, we had a um, um, an email not too long ago from a, a woman talking about her son and how, you know, being a codependent she that she was, she was saying, like, how how do I deal? You know, um, I don't want him to feel like I'm not loving him anymore um, by, you know, stopping the behavior of myself as a codependent. But, uh, you know, I want to be there for him. And I think I guess what that is to say, and of course I'm not a professional, I don't know, but, um, for me, I would say maybe knowing that you're not going to fix him is huge. Right. But, um, so you can step out of the role of the codependent, but you can still love him. Right. So you can still call him and say, how are you? You can still call and say, hi, da da, da And, and kind of do that. But you as a person have to know, okay, I'm going to make this phone call, but it's not going to change his life. And he's, you know, um, you know, I'm not going to fix him, period, end of story. But I still want him to know that I love him. So I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to call him and say, hey, I love you. You know, and of course, that's going to be hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But I'm just saying maybe that's something right. Knowing that you're not going to fix him. You're just going to, um, you know, let him know that you're still there for him and you love him. But he's not getting any more money and he's not getting, you know, a place to stay or whatever the heck you want to do. You know, I don't know. But um, also one. What do you think about that? What? What? I don't know, just what I
0: said. Do you want to say that? Well, I, I, I think that you're right in the sense from the outside perspective, but I would challenge you to put yourself in those shoes that if that was Cash or if oh that gosh, was Lucy. Yeah. And so I think that just to be fair, <coughs> gosh, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> God. Put down the cig. Um I know, man. So I still get this weird cough sometimes. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's only fair to kind of put yourself in that, in that um, predicament, if it really and was your I absolutely own kids, did, and I, I think it's 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 it's, it's got to be such a tough. Oh my gosh, thing. I, can't I can't even e- imagine. I can't either. And oh I, my gosh. you know, I hope I hope I don't ever have to go through that. And I feel for anyone out there who um, who's going for it, you know, or is going through it, yeah, or has sure. gone through it. Yeah. Um, you know, I I, I yeah. talked to a couple of my friends. You know that
2: that's that's why I just I'm like I'm um, you know I mean. You don't ever have to stop loving them or showing them love, but, you know, maybe knowing that you're not going to fix them, like period, end of story, it will not happen. Yeah. They have to fix themselves, right? Well, I'll give you a quick
0: example of somebody who requests to be nameless, but, uh, um, a, a great guy, someone that, uh, that's, you know, really helping me and help has helped me in, in past conversations. And, um, you know, I know he's gone through, through things with, uh, one of his kids and that's basically what. You know, what he's had to do is basically mm-hmm. tell him, hard. I love you, you know, I'm 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 praying for you and uh you know, God God has a plan for you. Well, but no, I'm, I'm not gonna too. I'm not gonna give you money, I'm not gonna support your habits, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna bail you out Ugh, of jail, or those types of things. That's like, and so I've got that. it's anyway. gotta be heart wrenching. But, but you know,
2: for anybody, you know, with faith out there too, though, that is the truth. God has a plan for every single person. You know, and so you cannot step in the way of that plan, even if they are your kid, you know, Um, then they won't learn or they won't live out their life the way that God intended. Um, Okay, like really fast, I want to tell you guys, because this is a great um, example of codependency. And I've been waiting to get on here and tell you guys this because uh, I want to share with you. But then I got to go get Lucy. So I got to jam on jam
0: out with your clam out.
2: Oh, that is do you have a song for that?
0: Um <laughs> sorry, go ahead. So
2: okay, so I listened to uh there's an app, it's Elevation Church, it's Elevation App, and it's Stephen Furtick. I think we've referred to him a couple times. I we like him. He's a pastor, okay? So he has this guy on, his name is Donald Donald Miller, and he interviews him and he wrote a book called Scary Close. And it's a um it's about like um being having intimate relationships and things like that, friends, um, whatever, um, uh, spouse, whatever the heck. Um, He's a New York Times bestseller, actually bestselling author, but he was, it was really cool. Okay. So then he goes in and he talks about, um, so if you wanted to check it out, like, I mean, it's on Elevation app, but, um, he talks about how he went to this therapy session, right? And the, the therapist laid out three pillows, right? And there was, um, your pillow, right? So it would be, okay, I'm gonna use Shane and I, so it would be my pillow. It would be a middle pillow. And then it would be Shane's pillow, Right. And so um, she's like, Jessica, this is your pillow. And you know, you can do whatever you want on this pillow, right? Like whatever you want. Shane, this is your pillow. You are free to do and act and whatever, however you want on this pillow. Then there's the middle pillow, right? And it's our pillow. So that represents our relationship. So at any time, we are free to come off of our own pillows and go onto the middle pillow, right? And like, Um, agree on things in the relationship and this is what we want to do in the relationship, right? But at no time are we allowed, am I allowed to go from my pillow, cross over the relationship pillow and go onto Shane's pillow and be like, "Mm, you're not doing that right right like um, this is how I want you to do this or this is how I want you to live your life okay and then it would make our relationship so much easier right so I have to stay on mine Shane has to stay on his and if we want to come together and say this is how I'm feeling about life can we talk about it or um, this is you know what I think I need whatever then we meet in the middle right in the middle pillow
0: don't put the dishes in the dishwasher that way I don't ever say I'm that
2: um, but I just think that that was like so perfect you don't. and so So um, it's just a perfect idea of codependency, right? Because the, the, the ultimate thing of codependency would be me going off my pillow onto Shane's pillow and being like, fixing you, telling you how to live your life over here, that's That's a great example of codependency. Um, So just picture that that way, you know, coming together. So in other words, with Shane's whole thing and and this whole thing that happened over the week, uh, that would be, you know, Shane coming onto my pillow and saying, you need to cook better dinners. You need to not cook, you know, spaghetti. You need to, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's so silly, but I mean, that's just, you know, that's the way it is. Um,
0: And don't eat jelly donuts. They do nothing for you except make you feel like shit.
2: So um, anyway, I just thought good that point. Was a I did too, little, and I appreciate uh, visual. you. Uh, I'm a visual learner.
0: We're visual, but we're audio. Right now, at least, I guess. Thank you, babe. Okay. Great points there. I did. I did watch a little bit of that with you when we ate our sandwiches the other day together.
2: Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's good. Which was nice. You guys should it was check really it out. Good. Like, you should yeah. go check it out again. It's Elevation App. It's it's an app, Elevation Church, whatever. But I you mean, can just
0: go on iTunes just, too, and just type in Elevation. Yeah, it is. What's oh. up, buddy? Oh hi, buddy. There's cashy Boy just waking oh, up. Bu- All right. Well, we're gonna close this out. Uh Jess, thanks for coming on today, talking about codependency. Um uh, oh, okay, tell everybody. Yeah, we, uh, we appreciate hi. that. Can you
2: say that in the mic?
0: We what's up, I bud?
2: Have <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you have poo have poo. All
0: right, buddy, poo-poo. we're gonna go change some shitty diapers now. Hope everybody has a great day. Love you guys. And uh stay strong, little root. Yeah, stay strong, little little root out there. Yeah. One day at a time, keep it real, peace, love, respect, keep your blood clean.